Hello, everyone, and welcome to Behind the Walls. I am your host, Lauren Springman, and on this podcast, you will be informed, entertained, and educated on everything in the real estate industry. I would like to introduce our guest today. Her na- name is Kay Stimson with Kay Stimson Properties. Welcome, Kay. How are you? I am well. Thank you for having me. Ah, thank you for being on. This is going to be fun because you are a broker and you own your own brokerage, correct? That is correct. Okay, so let's start with, I guess, how you got started into the industry. Well, I first got started because we wanted to buy and sell our own properties. And I just got tired of calling agents saying, can you show me this? Can you show me this? Can you show me this? I think they got tired of me calling. (laughs) So, well, I'll just get my own license and then we can go look at our properties whenever we want. Yeah. And it's just sort of snowballed from there. People said, hey, you want... I want to sell my house and I'm like, okay. And then just years and years. years. Oh, probably almost 20, almost 20 years. Well, you don't look like you can be in the industry for 20 years, just to let you say, just not to let you say, just to tell you. There's like a blurry screen. Oh, whatever. No, there's the old TV movies where they would blur everybody out. (laughs) No, not going to let you fly on that one. No. So, is real estate everything? Have you always done real estate or what did you do before real estate? No, uh, before we moved to Houston, I lived in Chicago and I worked for an advertising agency there uh, in production. Cool. And um, so then when I got to Houston, we had two more children. And so that was another uh, reason for getting a job because I could do that around the kids' schedule, which was helpful for me. So I could, you know, go to their kindergarten plays. Now you can't go into any of those. <laughs> no, now they don't let you in. Yeah. No. Now they're like, no. Uh, okay. You said two, two more. Please, how many kids do you have? Three. Three. Oh, wow. I have two and two's good. <laughs> but they're older. So it's not, it's not like I'm not in the trenches anymore. But yeah. yeah, my kids are in college now and one's graduated from college. So I have a little bit more time now. Where did they go? Uh, A&M. Oh, so they had a great weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huge weekend. Huge. (laughs) I think no one can. Everybody's voice is hoarse now for the next week. I. It made my weekend. (laughs) I can. We can talk football all day with you, but um. Anyways, yeah, I know. I love football. Um. So then you moved from Chicago to Houston, then did the the real estate license, Mm -hmm. and now you're a broker. That's correct. So how did you? Did you always want to be a broker? Did you just want to work by yourself? How did that come about? Because some agents that I've talked to, they're like, yeah, I can get my broker license, but they like to stay under a brokerage and then have their team, right? And I, I know it's wanted to be on my own. I wanted to work for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and selfishly, I wanted to keep all my commissions if you want to be uh, honest about uh, it. I would. <laughs> I mean, but is not feel like the, sharing. Yeah, and at the same time, I feel like that is a, one reason why people go into real estate so they could work on their own and they don't have to divvy out their commissions and all the fees and stuff like that. Right. And another thing is I can offer um, discounts to sellers and buyers a little bit with a little bit more leeway, I think, than maybe some other agents that work in the bigger brokerage that have to share their commission. What do you mean by that? Um, Being able to give them well, commission is uh, subjective. It can be anything you agree upon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, typically it's 3% on each side. Mm-hmm. 
uh, but I don't have to split my commission with um, another broker that's above me. So I can offer maybe a 1% or even more commission reduction and still, you know, still make some money. And do you do that often or do you do that? Uh, very it, often. Very often. <laughs> well, I mean, more I more than I'd of, like to, but right. it's okay. I have a lot of repeat clients and I have no problem doing that for my for my clients that we've done two, three, four, five deals. Right. And I mean too. at the end of the day, it kind of all adds up, you know, in the yeah. in a way. Right. If they keep right. coming back and then they send people to you and and I'm assuming yeah. you're all referral yeah. based now. It would probably be 99% is referral based. In the beginning, yeah. how did you get your clients? Or did they just I know you said that you just got it to buy houses and did it just always be a referral base for you? Yes. I do very little advertising. I, I know I'm a very small fish in a very big sea, but I just quietly under the radar, you know, millions of dollars of property. I think mostly because I don't make it about me. I really make it about my clients and what their needs are. What do they want? Are you doing a lot of relocation packages? I mean, relocations, you relocations. Yes. And how do you do those? Do you, um, how do you find those or do they find you? Those are also through referrals. Through referrals. Okay. Yeah. That is um, crazy how many people are relocating over here. I know. <laughs> and have you had a lot of issues with the $30,000, $40,000 over asking price? There are a few neighborhoods that deal with that. Um, that one of the issues we're running into is appraisals because the appraisers are very backed up and the market is driving up a little bit faster than the appraisers and the sales are happening. So that can be a problem. Okay. The house is not appraising. And what if they don't get an appraisal? Do you have to get an appraisal or I mean, or do you, if you don't get one, do you have to probably sign like a waiver or if something a, legally? Yes, if it's a cash offer, you don't have to get an appraisal. If it's a loan, the lender will require an appraisal. You can waive the appraisal. Or you can do a partial waiver that's, you know, says, hey, I'll still pay the extra up to X amount of money. And then the full waiver is, I don't care what it appraises at, I'll come up with the rest. Do you recommend that? Well, it's risky because you don't know what the appraisal is going to be. And maybe that buyer doesn't have a lot of extra cash laying around. It could be several thousand dollars. So yeah, it's a big risk. Yeah. And then because then um, they have to stay in the house first longer than right if you like say usually like within three to five years you can start earning equity on your home is that correct that depends on how much the market improves and it depends on how much money you put down how much equity okay. you have in the property okay we usually um we always put 20 percent, 25 percent down so then they would always say it's like five years or three to five years or something or five years again know. you know that's a subjective number Oh, Every okay. neighborhood is different. Oh, you know, I can okay. guarantee that you that you're going to make money if you live in your house for five years. That's, that's oh, it. I thought that was kind of like a standard. No. Okay. Well, then maybe I just, no. I just assumed when people every neighborhood is different. Every neighborhood is different. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I guess I assumed a lot until I started this one, until I started this podcast. And two, like I know stuff about inspections, but like a, a lot of real estate stuff I was not aware of and I didn't know all the, nitty gritty things you guys have to do. <laughs> There's a lot of work, background work that needs to happen that, 
you know, it's kind of like a wedding planner where a lot of stuff goes on in the background and you're just like, it's all good. Keep, keep getting married. You just walk yeah. down the aisle. We got it. I was a wedding planner right out of college. So I know it. Oh like, yeah. You, yeah. You put that in. Like, I was like, okay. Chaos in the background. And then, you know, it's good. We're good. Yeah. And everything's all nice. And you know, the flowers yeah. and everything Screaming and I'm in really, the background. Yeah. Like going outside, throwing things, but <laughs> exactly. no one needs to see that. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So do you do a lot of social media presence? I do a little bit of it. Uh, my kids, of course, say I'm not posting enough. So I'm trying to come up with something relative or relevant to post that someone would even want to read. I know. We actually had a <laughs> meeting like this yesterday, and I'm really bad with social media, too, surprisingly. But I, um, I don't even have a personal Facebook account. It's just my work stuff and everything. But it, it's hard to figure out, like, what you put up there. How is it going to you know, make traction. And it's just, it confuses the heck out of me. That's why we have our social media person now. Yeah. <laughs> so he just tells well, me. I was trying about. to corral my, you know, college kids to do my social media. Yeah. Why don't no, they? they? They they got busy. That's what it happens. <laughs> Dang kids. They act like they have their own lives or something. I know really. It's like they're going to college and have to study. I mean. Yeah. They don't want and, to take time to, you know, post houses I have for sale. That's funny. Are, do you think any of them are ever going to come work with you? They talk about it as maybe a sort of a side job or, um, I don't know about full-time career though. Yeah. And you said earlier, you have one other person on your team. Yes. Janine. She's Janine. a young new agent. She is a fireball and she is awesome. Oh, cool. Maybe she'll want to come on. Yeah, that would yeah. be great. She would love that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. that would be fine. We'll talk about it afterwards then. Yeah, because she has a really different perspective on the market because she's new and she's mm -hmm. younger. Uh, she's reaching a different age group uh, than I am. And the, her age group is more of the social media. Oh, yeah. Type. Yeah. I'll, I'll see the stuff she's posting like every two hours. But they I'm make like, it look oh, okay. so easy. I have like some like growth reps like this one, um, Kaylee, she's awesome. And she's like our territory rep in the um, growth and development in like the loop area. And she like does these TikToks and like puts them up. And I'm like, how'd you do that? One, I, I, I don't know. So I'm like, you just keep doing that girl. You do, <laughs> I don't know how exactly. to do any of that. Uh -uh. Exactly. It's fun to watch, but um, yeah. Um, so you've been in the industry a long time. And I like to ask this question. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen in a home or experienced? <laughs> I could write a book. Ooh, you should. I have things. been trying to, and if other agents say that, I'm like, please do, because I want to read it. <laughs> yeah, super funny stuff. One, uh, one funny uh, story was one time we were looking at a house, and we opened the door, and there was a teenager at the door, and she's looking at me. She had skipped school that day, and she had this panicked look on her face and she said don't tell my mom don't tell my mom and we were just standing there like oh okay well I guess we'll just come back later so then we had the dilemma of do I tell her mom that she skipped school you know right yeah well I mean what are you gonna say, yeah. you gonna say? I like, told the well, agent sorry. I'm like listen I'm gonna tell the agent you do with it what you want yeah <laughs> my hands are out of this yeah I was like Ooh. oh my god anything else good uh, I've seen, you know, drugs and weapons, and I'm like, you can't have this stuff out uh, at all. Oh, wait, you mean just like out? Yeah, just out, Oh, you know, on the table. 
And I'm like, you might want to put that away. They're obviously <laughs> not the smart drug dealer types. <laughs> I'm assuming they're renting the house though. Oh, there was a funny rental story I have. Um, I was walking up the stairs. We were looking at another house and a guy comes out of the shower, like with a towel. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And he's like, oh my God, oh my God. And we like back it down the stairs. And I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he was renting the house. So the <sighs> owner knew that we were coming to look at the house, but the owner forgot to tell the tenant. So yeah, we walked right in on him. And That is so rude. I, 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 I rent my house. I'd be upset if they do that. I hope, you know, I always knock before we go in, but mm-hmm. he was in the shower, so he didn't hear it. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I can go on and on. Funny I story. would have probably tinkled my pants if I got out of the shower and there's other <laughs> people in my house right now. I know. Uh, just a I quick know. little text message from the owner would have been really nice. But the funny thing was that uh, he was really cute. So one of the buyers, she's like, does he come with the house? I'm like, uh, it, it could be negotiated. <laughs> we, can, we can figure this out. I can ask him. Do they ever get together? I don't know. I'll have to find out. I'll have to yeah, look at Now I'm curious. I don't know. Like all of the years of experience, like what is two main things that you have learned that you would like to tell people? Does that mean? One of the things that I've had to learn uh, is to listen. Because I love to talk. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And that is one of the main things that I've had to learn is listen to what the client is saying, you know, pay attention to their body language when they're looking around at a house. You can kind of tell when somebody loves a house when they walk in just by looking at their face and their reactions. And so that's one thing I've really uh, learned over the years is, is to listen, listen, yeah, shut my mouth. (laughs) I try that. It just doesn't work sometimes. (laughs) I know it gets me in trouble a lot. So that's why I need to me like, too. zip it, you know, <laughs> I know I need my internal voice to be like, okay, Lauren, not just, <laughs> yeah, sometimes and I listen. The other thing is, uh, I is follow up, you know, try to keep, you know, my clients I've had for years, uh, and just try to keep in touch with them. You don't have to overload them with emails or anything, just every now and then check in with them. How's it going? Uh, you know? Yeah. Keep the personal level there as well. Right, right. It wasn't just a transaction for you. It was also another kind of friendship or, you know, acquaintance that you have now in your life. Right, right. You know, I try to, I want to have my clients for life. Yeah. I want them always to, to be able to lean on me, to come back. Like people come to me all the time. Hey, I've got a problem with my taxes. Can you, can you look into this? Or, hey, what's my neighborhood doing? Or, Hey, I saw my neighbor down the street sold her house. Uh, so just keeping in touch with clients that way as well. Yeah, that makes sense. And I just had another question to that and I forget now. Oh. I'm getting old, I feel sometimes. <laughs> you can um, call me back later, you know. <laughs> we'll session. talk all the time. Yeah, I know, right? That would be fun too. Um, so when you're doing, like when you're keeping in touch with them and you said you don't overload them with emails, how else do you do it? Just like text messages, phone calls? I do like personal Christmas cards I'll send out or a holiday card I'll send out. Uh, if I know when their birthday is, I might, you know, I'll, I'll try to friend them on Facebook too, because mm-hmm. I have a business page and I have a personal page. 
Okay. And so there's a lot of crossover. Some of my clients have become my friends over the years, which is really nice. Yeah. I've heard that too. That that's pretty cool. Have you ever, Oh, I remember now. Have you ever had a fire client? Fire a client. Um, no. Nice. I try to, I try to stick it out. <laughs> okay. So you're saying you've never fired them, but there's some that you probably would have liked to fire. <laughs> Again, you know, I'm not going to talk <laughs> negatively about any clients. No, never. Nope. You will nope. not deny nor confirm any of this information is true. They might say um, the same thing about me too, hopefully. Hopefully not. Yeah. You never know. Sometimes people's, you know, their personalities clash sometimes and sometimes they just vibe well together. You just never yeah. know. I mean, sometimes it's a fit and sometimes it's, it's not a good fit or, and you know. And it's business and it's one of their major life, ex, you know, expenses. So you just it's have a to- very big deal. It's a very big emotional deal, especially if you've lived in your house, you raised your family there, you all kinds of memories there. So mm-hmm. it's a business transaction, but it's also very emotional too especially if somebody's mother has passed or parents and they've got to sell their family home is very, very, very emotional and very personal. How, how do you separate that? Very sensitive to that. Do you You get list, you know, listening and not trying to bull it over and not trying to go into their house and like, okay, we need to do this and clear it all out and get all this stuff out and take, you know, very sensitive to these, uh, their personal pictures and furniture you know, it all means something to them. Exactly. It's not like, okay, already this wall with Nana Tchotchkes, you got to throw those away. You, you yeah, don't even, right. No. Should, yeah. You need to be, very it's hard, even though you probably mm-hmm. Absolutely. Of timing. And when you're ready, we're not going to push this. For sure. Um, so would you, would you say your goal is to keep getting more agents below you or a bigger team? You know, I've thought about it a lot. It's a lot of liability to have agents underneath you. And it's a lot of work. Uh, I like to have control of all the contracts and the documents. And, you know, one wrong check box could get you in some legal trouble. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I want to go there. I thought about it because now if I get closer to retirement age, it would be in some passive income coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. Because you can still be a broker, right? You just don't yes. have to, yes. you don't have to be an active, um, you'd basically just be a manager. Right. And then that takes away a lot of the stuff that I enjoy. I enjoy mm-hmm. meeting people. I enjoy having open houses and having all kinds of, and I enjoy, I love looking at houses. I love being on the buy side Yeah, and going to neighborhoods that I haven't been to. I'm like, oh, this and oh, look how much this has developed over the years. Yes. So that kind of management would take away from the, the stuff that I really enjoy. It's very, very true. Okay. So you said listening and follow-ups are two major things that you would suggest. Is there any words of wisdom or advice you have or any more words of wisdom and advice for clients or even for agents? Uh, I like to have fun. It, it is a serious process. It is a business transaction, but there can be some fun in it. A lot of times I will limit showings to maybe six a day because you get tired and it's hot and then it kind of starts to not be fun. Now it's just work looking for a house. So that's another thing is I will limit, I'm not going to look at 10 or 
15 houses in one day because it's exhausting, especially if you have kids, they crack after, I don't know, two houses and they're done. Yes. <laughs> so that would be another thing is just limit it and, and try to have some fun. When you're fun limited boundaries. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's great advice. Um, well, thank you, Kay, for once again being on the show today, and I hope everyone has a great day. Remember, if you're looking for a reliable inspection company, please check out our website at inspectorteam.com for Brian and Brian Inspections. See you guys next time. Thank you. You're welcome.